What is up, everybody? Welcome to Root Advice. Live on a Thursday, not a Friday. So decided to uh, record this evening. And you know what? I'm feeling good. Normally, I do this on Fridays, but Fridays, I got some plans and I couldn't do it tonight, uh, tomorrow. So I decided to go tonight. And we're going to have a lot of topics tonight to talk about. And uh, you ladies may be interested in the first topic we're going to discuss, and we'll get to that in a bit. That is, what do men prefer, BBLs or natural? Now, I know a lot of you may automatically say, you know, who cares what you want? And I totally get that. I mean, if BBLs make you happy, I'm, I'm of the opinion, if any surgery, man or woman, makes you feel better, happier as a person, and you, it'll, it'll make your confidence go up, go for it. Do it. But again, uh, men have an opinion on that, and we'll get to that in a bit. So again, if you have any questions on that, put them in the chat. Again, I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. And again, going to be full disclosure. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about if you're single and you're dating and you have a group of friends, I'm talking to the guys here, even the ladies too, but I'm talking directly to the guys here. If you have a group of friends, all your boys, and you start talking to a girl, and again, you're not dating, you're just talking to her. Is it right for your boys to hit on her? Is it right? You know, we're going to talk about that as well, because I've had a, I had a lot of experience like, like that in the dating space where I'm talking to somebody, and then one of my friends, who I've known for a very long time, thinks they can speak to her. So we're going to talk about that. And, and you no, know, there's so many guy rules that guys hold, you know, to heart. But there's other guys who don't give a damn. So we're going to talk about that as well. And I'm also going to talk about. I saw a couple of videos on TikTok that went viral regarding men cheating on their wives and a wife cheating on her husband. And it all comes down to what I've been saying since day one: you do not have any business getting married in your 20s. You don't have any business. Every marriage that I've known, including myself, I got married at 21. They all fail because you're too young. And I'm going to go into that with two videos from two perspectives, a man and a woman. This guy's wife cheated. This, guy, this, this, this woman's husband cheated. And you're going to find that more or less we're all the same. So we're going to talk about that as well. But again, I, I'm live and thank you for joining. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, hit the like button, whatever platform you're on. Uh, super chat stars tips are all appreciated. They all go to the overhead of the show. They help with the continued success of the show. And I want to be honest with everybody. I'm really proud of my Facebook following. They're right now my most engaged following of all the platforms. Again, 73,000 people. Again, thank you for that. Everybody on Facebook. Thank you. You're the best. TikTok. You guys are number one right now. I mean, as far as the the, the number of followers, 303,000, but I need you guys to be more engaged. So hit the hearts here. Uh, be sure to follow and throw some tips and just leave some comments, leave some engagement because again, it all started on TikTok. I wouldn't be here talking to everybody if I didn't confess that I cheated on my ex-wife <laughs> on social media back in 2020. So here I am. And uh, again, helping people and doing what I do, but I need everybody to hit the hearts, follow. If you want to do subscription, go right ahead. Tips are always appreciated. But again, thank you. But right now, get this. I'm actually going viral on Spotify, which I'm very happy about. I, of all platforms, I wasn't thinking about the podcast itself. Again, how I use this, everybody, is I record this live. I used to do it recorded, pre-recorded, and do a bunch of editing. But that takes too much time, and I have a kid now, and that, I don't have the time to do that. So I record these live and then automatically just upload them to Spotify and YouTube, unedited, one cut. And... I went viral on Spotify and I had like 30,000 reach, uh, reached accounts. And that's a lot. So again, the Root Device podcast is doing well on the listening platforms. And it's also available on Apple if you want to hear there as well. So I know there's a lot of Apple users. 
But again, I'm really proud of that. So thank you for making this a success. I'll get to the comments in a bit. So let's go ahead and talk about BB, BBLs. As I dated from 2016 to then I met my love witch in 2020, right? And the BBL, I knew of it, but I never dated a woman who had it. I mean, I've dated women with breast implants and, you know, natural breast implants. I don't have no preference. Hey, I love, I love them both. Boobs are great. I love boobs. <laughs> no complaints there, but the BBL, I never dated a woman with it. I'm, I'm in San Antonio. We have Latinas here. Every Latina has a booty. So, you know, it's all there, right? So anyway, BBLs became a trend. And to be honest, speaking for myself, I'm speaking for myself. They, they look okay, but a lot of them look horrible and it, they don't look natural. And I just wasn't attracted to it. I mean, every guy, to be honest, guys like butts, like we cannot lie, right? Your other brothers can't deny either. I mean, we all love big butts, but the, the BBL in some cases, it just looks pretty horrible. And you can now distinguish what looks real and what, what doesn't. And some kind of get out of hand. So I, I looked it up and I just looked at what is the BBL? When did it start? And according to the internet, and you know, the internet's always telling the truth, right? The BBL era is thought to have started in the mid 2010s when celebrities like the Kardashians popular, popularized it, which makes sense. You know what? I've never appreciated or been a fan of the Kardashians. I've never seen one show I think they've done horrible things when it comes to the beauty standards for women. Women think that guys are attracted to that and we aren't because it's all Photoshop and fake and thousands of dollars of money. I, I, what's the youngest one that recently went viral with her face looking like an old, old lady because she got so many damn fillers. I mean, who gets fillers at 20? You're not supposed to do that to your forties, right? I mean, ladies, I, I, you have these standards on yourself and I think you just, you misunderstand that men are the ones who want that when we don't. I think you do that to yourself when you see these role models like the Kardashians do this. And that's not what men want. But to each their own, like I said, I got a hair transplant. I got hair stripped from the back of my head and put on top of my head over here. It doesn't look fake, but I did it for myself. But I get it. Surgeries do. If you makes you happy, go ahead and do it. But for the most part, you put too much pressure on yourselves. You really do. Okay. The BBL era is a beauty standard that emphasizes big hips and butts while maintaining a trim waist. Uh, according to uh, Essence, the fascination with butt implants has declined since 2021, which is good, as a beauty industry has moved towards a more natural physique. Thank God. According to, uh, according to uh, an insider, the trend has continued to increase in popularity. In 2021, doctors saw a 37% increase in butt augmentations compared to 2020. A uh, Brazilian plastic surgeon, I can't pronounce his name, is credited for inventing the BBL procedure. And apparently it's got the, uh, the highest mortality rate. Like apparently there's been a few influencers who've gone to this having surgery and they passed away, they died because there's so many like veins within the buttocks. They, it's, a, it's a dangerous surgery. Off word, but it's, it's, it's sad. What many call the BBL era, which emphasizes the beauty standard for the women to have big butts and hips yet maintain a trim waist, is largely thought to have been popularized by celebrities of the Kardashians. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? The growth of body positivity is opposed to the BBL. I, I can get that as well. The fascination. Da, 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 I talked about that already. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. I have a I have a theory, by the way. 
when big butts started becoming a trend? I have a theory and hear me out because let's go back to the late nineties, right? What was popular in the late nineties, as far as physiques on women, like what were, what were people trying to look for? There's a Tory spelling, really slim body from Beverly Hills, 90210. I remember that was a big deal when I didn't find it attractive, but there was also Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, the abdomen look very lean was very popular. And that's all you saw. Like on Maxim magazines, I'm pretty sure I just aged myself when I said Maxim magazine. <laughs> but butts were part of a thing too. But that was really the thing, just that lean physique. And then I will admit this, Selena dies. Selena gets killed by Yolanda Salivar, right? That bitch. And they make a movie, Selena. And in that movie, uh, Jennifer Lopez, with her butt, plays Selena. And I, I think that's the genesis of when butts became a fascination. Because at that point... Jennifer Lopez became a star. She started making these, this, these, this horrible music, Jenny on the Block. And again, her butt is huge. And of course, it's beautiful, right? Everyone loves J-Lo's uh, butt. But that's when I think it all started. Then it was Kim Kardashian. And then after that, everybody just went insane with butts. And, and then maybe Sir Mix-a-Lot started the whole thing. I don't know. There's not one good butt in that video. But anyway, I think Jennifer Lopez kind of started this. But, but I have a theory as well. Jennifer Lopez would have never been a celebrity if it wasn't for Selena. So if Selena didn't die, we would have never known about Jennifer Lopez. That's my opinion. I know it's controversial. That's just my opinion. You love the beard? Oh, thank you, Diana. I appreciate that. <laughs> I really do. Uh, but yeah, I think that's when the big butt thing came along. But when it comes to the butt itself, ladies, uh, every man that I've spoken to, I'm talking to my friends in circles, you know, we're all drinking and having a good time. We're talking about our celebrity crushes. Not one guy I, in my entire existence that I've ever spoken to has ever said, I need a girl with a BBL. It's, it's, we're not attracted to it because it looks, all, it looks fake. It doesn't look well. It doesn't sit with us. And again, right here, I asked a question right here, guys, what do you prefer? Uh, BBLs are natural. And I have here Juan who says natural um, and a few others that are coming in as well. Guys on TikTok, you know, answer the question, like, what, what do you prefer? Do you prefer BBLs or do you prefer natural? Go from there. And let me just do something real quick. Let me adjust my screen. Love the beard. I agree. JLo became a star from uh, Selena. Hard work. Yeah, I agree as well. Uh, let's see what else we have here. But yeah, and the consensus is, ladies, that we prefer that. Uh, it's it's. Um, I've had a few men reach out to me because they didn't know what to do. Uh, these men said that they... They loved their wife. Their wife had breast implants and they were completely happy and satisfied with her, but she wanted to get a BBL. This is like a, um, over the past couple of years. And a lot of men have reached out to me and said, I don't know what to do because I'm not attracted to her anymore. She looked, she got the BBL like she wanted. She looks great in clothes. She looks great when she's dressed up, but she doesn't look good when she's naked. Like it, it looks horrible is what they're telling me. And I felt really bad for them because they didn't know what to say, you know, because when it moves, again, I've never dated a girl uh, who had it. But again, according to them, like when it moves, when she's nude, it just doesn't match her body. If It looks like it's disconnected in a weird way. And it's, it's a turnoff. The BBLs look nice, uh, Patrick. They look great. I'm not going to lie. But again, from what I'm hearing with husbands and boyfriends who've messaged me, They've all said that it looks great in clothes. It looks great in a dress. But when she's, when she's nude, that's where you can see the scars. And that's where you can just see how it moves. It's, it just, you can tell it's fake. It's not attached right. 
And I'll, apparently what a lot of women are doing to cover the scars, they're getting body tattoos all around their buttocks uh, to cover up the scars. According to this one guy on one of my videos, he said, yeah, like women who are OF models, they get them. And it's pretty obvious, right? But they also are getting huge body tattoos to cover the scar. See, the women are saying dad bot. You see, we both like, oh, this is like what fr frustrates me. Uh, people watch social media and they think that's what men want. Yes, ladies, when men are on IG and you get mad at your guy for liking a, a model, that's just us liking the beauty. That doesn't mean we want to marry it or do anything with it. It's just we, we enjoy the beauty, but that doesn't mean we want it. it. You know, we prefer natural natural beauty. A woman who takes care of herself and is natural and her, that confidence, that's incredibly sexy versus, you know, the $50,000 worth of work on uh, the IG models and all those airbrushed uh, photos. Those, that's not real. That's not real. And guys, you don't need a six pack, God damn it. You don't need a six pack to get, be successful with women. All right. I mean, just take care of yourself, be, be in good health. And, you know, as long as you have a good frame and you're soft, it doesn't matter. I have a dad bod. Never had any complaints. I'm 5'8". Well, I was 5'9", but I've, sh I've shrunken. But I'm 5'8". And you don't need that six-pack bullshit, man. Unless you're specifically trying to catch those baddies, good luck with you on, on that piece, but you're just wasting your time. Do that. Miguel Torres, again, again, I got so far six guys who've all said natural. Miguel Torres says, natural booty. We lose dad bods due to not eating and stress the divorce diet. No, I, I guess it depends on how you take it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But yeah, so Troy McClure, what's up? I've... Like I said, recently, notifications are lacking. Still made it through. Well, thanks for joining, man. And also, thanks for being a channel member. You're the best, dude. You're the best. Lisa O'Neill says, I agree. I'm 38. Never uh, not done growing old gracefully. I I was thought looked after you. people. Too. I'm sorry. I can't read this. What's going on? If I haven't, am I having a stroke right now? What's going on? <laughs> I agree. I'm 38. Never done nothing. Grow old now. Gracefully. Okay. I was thought. After you, people say, yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, like I said, uh, to each their own. I, I got a hair transplant, what, three years ago, two years ago. I was really losing a lot of hair, but I wanted to keep it. So I went and got the, uh, the implants, which is natural hair. When they take it from the back and they put it in the front, I thought I was going to look fake. And it, it looks natural. No one, no one can ever tell. And I guess as to give a comparison, I mean, ladies, I mean, let's say a guy got a hair transplant. And it looked horribly fake. He did it for himself. He's confident. He's doing good. But it looks fake. You would be just as turned off to us guys who are looking at the BBO and it looks horribly fake. So it's the same thing. I mean, let's not bullshit each other. Let's not sugarcoat any of the stuff. If you're going to get any work, don't go to Mexico <laughs> and get that cheap discount. Just go to a reputable doctor and get it done right. Spend the money and get it done right. Hi, Rudy. Where did you get your hair transplant? I got it through Bosley in Houston. I wish I could show a photo. Let me see if I can find a photo and show you guys the before and after. Uh, you won't be able to see it on TikTok, but YouTube and Facebook, you will be able to see it. Let me see if I can find it to see how bad it was. Yeah, I was, I was really self-conscious because my, you know, I love my hair and I'm like, well, I didn't want to make any content anymore. I'm like, I don't want to go out there. I was already getting viral on TikTok and every time I put a video out there, you know, they talk about body shaming, right? And how you're not supposed to insult any women and you're not supposed to say anything. But you'd be surprised how many women were attacking me with my receding hairline. They're like, who are you to talk, Mr. Going Bald? You know, you know what I don't find attractive? I don't find a man with a receding hairline attractive. 
So your women are brutal, but then we say you're big and then we get blocked. So what the hell? Double standard la madre. So wait, I missed it where? Uh, I got it at Houston three something years ago. Let's see if I can find a picture of the before just to show everybody if I can find it. Just bear with me here. But yeah, that, that's something I did for myself and I'm glad I did it. But again, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to judge anybody if you get a surgery done for yourself. It makes you happy, do it. But again, just make sure it's, it's done right. So <laughs> it doesn't look too bad. All right. So don't pay attention to my, my, my love witch's breasts. <laughs> yeah, she looks hot in that picture. I know. But look at my hair. You see how bad it was? I mean, it, now I got some growth there in the top. But yeah, that's how it was already going to the back. I know you can't see it on TikTok. You're going to have to go to YouTube or Facebook to see it, but that's how bad it was. This was like uh, two years ago. Yeah, I'm happy with the results. And I love it. Let me see if I can turn this around. Hold on one second. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I mean, uh, the mommy makeovers, yeah, do that. I mean, there's a few women that I know that did it. And of course, you have that scar on the bottom and you have to wear like a, a, a bikini or you know underwear that covers it up. It kind of goes along that line of the penny line. I mean, get it. I mean, if it, whatever you want, do it. I mean, you do you. Like I said, it's natural. It, we we totally understand. All right, let me take that picture down on the girl. Yeah, so th those are my thoughts on the whole BBL thing, everybody. I mean, like I said, to each their own, but ladies, you're too hard on yourself sometimes when it comes to cosmetic and looks. And I, the, don't listen to the fucking Kardashians. They're full of shit. That's not what men want. Uh, have you seen them, like, without... what? What is her... What is that? The young one's name? Uh, Kylie? Is that her name? How do I fucking know her name? Hold on. Kylie. Is it Jenner or Kardashian? I mean, look at that. She looks fake. I mean, it, look, it, it looks horrible as hell. You can, I mean, she was, she was fine before. I know all these women look completely different like 10 years ago when no one cared about them and they just were starting out getting like a notoriety and they just went cosmetic surgery crazy they got the money they can do whatever they want but this girl I, I think she's under 30 and look at her she already is looking she's not looking too good don't don't do that to yourselves don't do that i don't know what their names are dude so <laughs> there we go got it yeah so let me see uh kylie jenner there you go hello everybody what's going on so that's all i gotta say on the whole bbl thing uh don't, I mean, like I said, if you want a butt, just go old school and go to the gym, uh, go natural, earn it, you know, work them glutes and go get it. Uh, again, guys do like big butts, of course, but again, go the natural route and don't put your life at risk. And then, uh, and if it doesn't come out great, mm, I don't know, cause we can tell now we can all tell Kylie Jenner. And again, guys in the chat, tell, tell the ladies, we prefer natural curvy women. Let's see. There's some chats here. Somebody here on TikTok says, uh, married 15 years, wife is God-centered, very lucky to have in my life. Well, good for you. Good for you. If, if religion is, is your thing, then congratulations. That's all you need, man. I'm very happy for you. I'm not a religious guy, but again, to each their own. I have a, I have a bad taste when it comes to religion. I mean, if it works for you, great, but I've just known too many horrible people in the church. Uh, they're humans. I've, I've heard of all the, all the politics in the back, the racism, the judging. It's, uh, I don't know. It's just not for me. 
Another guy here says, new uh, wave man, uh, natural all the way. Those BBOs are killing women and thighs don't match. That's a valid point. They're unproportioned, right? When they have a huge butt, but the hamstrings are really small. It, it's not, it doesn't look natural. It doesn't look right. It doesn't. It's kind of like the guy who forgets leg day. He's got a huge upper body, but his legs look all scrawny. That is, you see, I'm trying to give you some comparisons here to kind of match what we're trying to talk about here. Uh, hi, Rudy. Would you support your wife if she wants a BBL? Well, I would talk her out of it. She's got a great ass already, but I mean, let me, it's a hypothetical question. She's got a great one already. So, um, uh, the the more realistic conversation would be the, the mommy tummy tuck because she had a, a C-section as well. So that I can understand and I would support because it, it would help her confidence and we could for her. And it's a safe, somewhat safe surgery compared to the BBL. But if she wanted it, which I know the BBL piece, she wouldn't do it. But would I support her? Ugh. I, I do my best to talk her out of it, but if she wanted to do it, ultimately she wants to do it. Go ahead. Thank you. It does look like a wet diaper. I mean, unless they kind of like reinvented the whole procedure where it looks fantastic and it looks like a JLo butt, then sure do it. But I, I urge everybody just to go to the gym instead, <laughs> go to the gym, earn it. It's better that way. It's like the guys who get the implants for their calves. I mean, why are you doing that? Just go to the gym and knock it out. I don't know. But that was the first topic there. Uh, the next topic I wanted to talk about is um, which one do I want to go to? I got your questions. Everyone's going to be sending me questions. Keep sending them to me and I'll answer them for you. But I guess I'll go to the, uh, let's go to this one. This one went viral. I'll go with this one real quick. So let me share this one. And that's when we fuck with a bit. Okay. So let me give you some backstory. I don't know if any of you guys know who Joe Budden is. But Joe Budden is on his podcast and him and his co-host got into like a heated argument because apparently this guy here in the hoodie was talking to somebody and Joe Budden, the host of the show, was trying to hit on her or kissed her to give you some context. So I'm going to go ahead and play it and go from there. So here you go. You're not going to be able to hear it on TikTok. But I'm going to play it right here for everybody. You knew I fucked with the bitch. You met the bitch through me and you came behind her. You should have never kissed her if that's your instincts. Ish. I, you Yo, keep I ignoring me saying I have not met. This nigga be fucking lying. Ish. I don't know this girl from you. You do. I you don't, do. You met her through me. You get you the I convenient don't. amnesia. I so any bitch I no, fuck behind ish. you, I don't know no, either. No. I meet him through you. No, it's that's your bag. You like fucking behind niggas. You like fucking behind niggas. I don't. I like women. I don't even ask niggas. I like women. Yo, you fuck. So I, I don't do so, none of that. So, that's your bag. So I'm trying to put me in your not. bag. You do I'm not in your bag. I didn't try to fuck your little mutt from the streets. Oh, I had a kiss, <laughs> and you emotional about. It. I'm not like you keep being emotional yo, when we have interlap on a girl. No, it's not about the girl. It's about you lying. Then why don't you believe your friend? Because you fucking lying. You've admitted. Exactly. This to me before. Exactly. You're you changing your story case. for the pod. I rest my case. You changing your story to look innocent for the pod. Nigga, we've had this conversation about this bitch. I rest before. my case. So, you brought this shit up, bro. 
Yes. You bought, so stop saying I don't have these talks if you bringing it it's, up. It's funny to me oh, until I know that you have true emotions behind this. Duh. You just screamed to the top of your lungs. And you didn't. You didn't and let you me finish. Didn't. Nigga, you screaming off mic. You still not letting me finish. You were screaming off mic, beating and, the tables and, and all that dumb and shit. Now I'm and not, then you try to make me look emotional for the pod. Bro, stop. I'm not done with stop, my sentence. Yo, stop. Stop. You screaming to the top of your lungs that I shouldn't have kissed the girl. And you're trying to say that you don't have emotions Joe, behind. Do I give a fuck about that girl? Then why'd you just say it? I'm asking you a question. I don't know. You do know. I don't know. Now, this is where you get goofy. Nigga, you've known me for a long enough that. time to know I go. I think you got the point with that conversation. So, again, the whole the whole topic here is if you are you talking to somebody, you just met a woman, you just started dating, and your friends try to hit on her. Is that right? Because you know what they say to justify their actions is that you know what y'all weren't serious. You were just talking to her. She's free game, man. You can do whatever you want. Or is it right or wrong? What do you think? Again, you're just talking to somebody. You're not committed. You just started getting to know each other. You're one or two dates in. What do you think? Is is it allowable for your bros to hit on her? I I've known of uh, here. Let me talk about the toxic trash days. I because <laughs> when you're single. You can't go out with married people, right? So you got to make new friends. And sometimes your circle of friends are all single and toxic sons of bitches, right? With no moral code. And they're just out to just put their, you know what, in as many women as possible. And I was part of a circle like that for a little bit. And uh, there was this one guy I used to call a friend. And I haven't spoken to him in a a long time because he was a true son of a bitch. Uh, (laughs) But what happened was I remember like we were all single. We were all on dating apps. And I remember we're just kind of scrolling through all of our our feeds and who we matched with. And uh, he'd be like, who did you match with this week? And I'm like, oh, this person. And he's like, let me take a look at her. Let me see her. Let me see her. Like, why? He goes, oh, I matched with her already. We're going out next week. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. He's like, I did. I did. I did. I did. She lives over here, right? I'm like, I don't know yet. He goes, no, what? I matched with her already. And I'm like, whatever. So he would do that every now and then. And I'm not going to, I don't mean to brag. I don't mean to brag at all, but I was very selective with who I went out with. I mean, all the women were, were beautiful, in my opinion. They were just gorgeous. I just didn't date anybody. And I was very picky. Everyone would like make fun of me, like, what are you doing? She's hot. I'm like, no, she's not my type. I mean, whatever. I just don't feel it. I was very picky with who I dated. So they're all beautiful. And it was funny. Like, I would go out with a woman and we were talking. And she goes, by the way, do you know this guy named Rudy? And I'm like, yeah, he's uh, last name is this. And she's like, yeah. He messaged me. I'm like, oh, did he? He did like, yeah, he said that um, you were friends or something like that. And that you're just a player and that you're just uh, out there just to get laid. And he's really looking for something committed. And I know he's full of shit, but I thought I'd tell you that this guy over here is not your friend. And I'm like, yeah, he's a son of a bitch. I keep him at arm's length. So thank you for telling me that. I'll kick his ass later. And I would confront him like that. I go, what the fuck's your problem, dude? You know, why are you messaging the women I'm talking to? He goes, do you love her? Like, no, I just met her. He goes, well, what the fuck do you care, dude? That's how we all roll over here. He's pointing to a group of guys. This is how we all roll. Like, if we do like the loyalty test. If, you know, if you're talking to a girl and you don't think she's loyal, let me hit on her. And we'll see if, she, if I get to sleep with her. I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? I mean, what are we, 15? I mean, we're grown men and you're acting like a fucking idiot. Why would I even do that or consider that? No, I date who I date. Whoever I'm talking to, stay the hell away from them. It's, that's, they're not free game. I'm talking to them. So if you respected me as a friend, you wouldn't approach them. You wouldn't. So stay the fuck away. And that was my warning to him. Did he listen? No. Another woman I matched with, uh, he goes, oh, I know her name. Like, I know her. I'm like, no, you fucking don't. I go out with her. He'd be, 
you try to flirt with her and I shut that down. And again, they messaged me like, Hey, this guy you call friend, he's messaging me on Facebook. He's asking me where if I want to go out with, uh, with his friends and this and that. I'm like, Oh yeah. What'd you say? She was like, no, I'm, I'm, I didn't go out with him, but this guy is not your friend. And this happened a few times. And then I remember there's this one beautiful woman that we're like, I guess we both match. Like we're at a club and I, I, she's looking through my phone. I'm like, he's looking at my phone. He goes, Hey, I matched with her too. And I'm like, whatever, dude. And he goes, yeah, I'm going out with her. I'm like, whatever. But I had a date with her first. I had a date with her. I slept with her. And then the next week I couldn't, I did not hear a thing from her. I called her the next day. Like, Hey, what's going on? Are we going to meet again? You know, can't wait to see you again. She was, she totally ghosted me. And then all of a sudden, a week later, she messages me and she goes, you're, you're an asshole. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you passed me off to your friend. I'm like, who are you talking about? What's going on? And she goes, your friend, Rudy, that's not his real name. He said that you, he were a player and that you're talking to three other girls and that he was looking for something serious. He was a God fearing man. And that he, that I deserve to go with him because he was looking for a real woman and quit playing around. And I'm like, that's not true. He goes, he showed me what y'all were talking about. And like, did he? And like, let me see the conversations. No, no, I go, you're right. Cause there's no conversations there. So anyway, this guy would message was messaging this woman and then slept with her. She tried to get revenge like on me. So I slept with him. So how does that make you feel? I'm like, well, it, it pisses me off, but I know what I need to do now. So, okay, I'll cut you off Bye. I wish you the best and I'll take care of him. And I confronted him. I confronted him and I go, we're done, dude. We're done. And he goes, what do you care? Do you, what do you care? You're not looking for something serious anyway. I go, you don't know that you're not speaking for me. And there's like, and I said some other things. There was a confrontation and we went our separate ways. And another friend of mine who was like, you're being too hard on him, dude. This, who do you, well, you don't give a fuck about these hoes, these bitches. Right. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm not like you guys where I can just date a woman, sleep with them and just throw them away. I got to feel something. I got to feel like a connection to them. I just don't just fuck anybody like you guys do. Okay. I'm not built that way. Uh, so when I'm with somebody and I'm talking to somebody, they mean something to me and I'm want to see where it goes. I'm not like you guys. Cause oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. So my friend still hung out with this other guy, that guy I'm talking about a year later, that guy, that son of a bitch got that friend's girlfriend pregnant. <laughs> That's the way he was. There are some pieces of shit out there. Some guys out there, some pieces of shit who want it all. They want to be the alpha. They want to have what you have. They want to claim their space with women. In other words, they have this insufferable hole in their body where they have to fill it with as much as they can. They have to be the best with women, the best at hooking up. They have to have the most bodies. And that's the toxic side of dating. And there's a lot of guys like that out there. And I separated myself from them, but there are, there are guys, just as a warning, there are your bros who you call friends, quote unquote, that will do what they can to fuck your girl. And you can, like I said, you can just be talking. You're not serious. You're not dating. And some of y'all will be, you know, I don't care because I don't love her. We're just, we just started talking. Who the hell is she? If you're wired that way, you got a lot of problems. You got a shitload of problems, but there's a lot of guys who will try to take yours to prove that they're better than you, to prove that they're the, the alpha. And it's sad to say, but it's the honest truth. That's exactly what it is like. So, yeah. So my friend stayed with, stayed friends with him and he ended up getting his girlfriend pregnant.
And that friendship ended. Let's see. She shouldn't be paying attention to that boy anyway if she likes him. Very true. I, I, I totally get that, uh, Shelly, but the dating world's weird. I mean, like I've said many times, the dating world is just full of people of, of just damaged, emotionally damaged people who haven't taken time to heal, and they're just going out there looking for distractions to find that companionship, that high, that, that fun feeling of getting to know somebody but it doesn't last. It lasts three months tops or less, but then it goes away. Then they tell you, I don't know what I want. I'm not ready for love. And they go on because they like that thrill because their lives are usually meaningless. That guy that I told you about that was trying to sleep with all of our girlfriends. He's a loser. He's a loser. He's got a shit job. He's in his forties working a shit job. And now he's got alimony payments from his first divorce and from the kid he had with his best friend's girlfriend. He's a piece of shit. He's a loser. All he's good at is, is hooking up. But these are bottom barrel, low tier women who are emotionally damaged. And they're, they're nothing to brag about. But he needs to have that connection in order to feel some sort of value in himself. And there's a lot of people like that out there. So guys, I'm just talking to you. If you are about to be single again, you just broke up with your girlfriend or you just divorced and you're going to go back out there. Be careful with who you share your dating life with, because you'd be surprised the envy that people have for you or may have for you. If they see you walking in the bar and you got a beautiful woman next to you. Everybody just wants her. And they're going to make these little motions and friend, like for example, something that may seem innocent, but it's not like you just met a girl, you introduce her to your friends, whatever, whatever. Then the next day she tells you, you know what? Your friend, Carmen, he sent me a friend request. Boom. Step fucking one. That's how it all starts. They message them and try to friend them. I'm like, did you friend them? And of course, all the women that I, I talked to, they told me right away. They were the ones like, hey, your friend did this. Your friend's trying to do this. He said this. So all the women, again, that speaks of character, right? So they told me there are going to be some that won't because they consider it open game. Like, hey, I just met this guy. I just met this guy named uh, Troy. I, we're not together. You know, he's got a hot friend. So I can talk to him. So you're going to find that out there. So just be careful who you share your dating life with out there with other people, because you're going to be surprised, man, on who's going to want, who's going to want your woman or be envious of what you have. I mean, hell, come on. I've done plenty of videos in the past where a wife, you get divorced, right? And you're fighting for divorce and all of your cousins, your siblings, your best friends, everybody you've known is hitting on your wife now because now she's open. She's fair game. Don't trust anybody. Be careful with that word trust and be careful who you call friend. There's associates, there's people you hang out with, but be careful who you call friend. And if you confide to your friends, like, hey, me and her are having problems, he's going to use that to his advantage. There's going to be people that will use that to their advantage and try to fuck her. So be cautious. Be cautious. And, and you know, guys are out there saying women ain't shit and whatever, whatever. There's a lot of guy friends out there who ain't shit. There's a lot of people out there who ain't shit. That's why you got to be selective with who you allow in your circle. You know, just don't fall in love with somebody just because you're dating and you're two months in and you're like, oh my God, I'm in love with this person. Like, no, you're not. You're infatuated with them. You're excited because you know somebody. You don't love them. You don't know them. So just be careful who you allow in your heart and be careful who you call friend. If you're dating somebody, don't show them your dating apps and don't show them like who you matched up with and who you're talking to. Because that just gives them a thought. Oh, we all went out and we took that picture and I tagged everybody. Why do you want to tag her? 
Hey, I got an animation. Thank you. I got a tip, everybody. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate Andy. Of course, it was Andy. <laughs> Love you, girl. You're the best. You're the best, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's go back to some of the comments here. Let's go. Let's see. Uh, exactly. If I'm not good enough for you, fine. Get lost. Yeah, I've given up on dating. Again, don't give up on dating, man. I mean, don't quit. I mean, just kind of re-triangulate your game and just be careful who you date and who you allow in your life. Javi, true story. You see, boom. Uh, got, I'm assuming you went through something similar where some, one of your friends is trying to hook up with one of your girls. Envious sons of bitches out there, dude. I fucking can't stand that, man. Uh, if you feel love and the other don't feel it, why fight for it? Well, the, you see, there's guy rules. Okay, let me be clear. In my, in, my, in my code of bro code, right? Rule number one is you don't hit on your buddy's girl. Or you don't, if like, if I'm talking, like, let's say I dated somebody, right? And some of y'all may disagree, but let's say I dated somebody and we broke up, but we dated for like four months, but we broke up. Is your friends, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Andy. You're the best, damn it. Anyway, if you break up with a girl and you dated for three months, you know, it wasn't just a one night stand. It was like a, something substantial, a few months invested in your life. Is it okay for your friends to then flirt with that woman and take her out and try to get on her and go out? I don't think so. I, I, it's just embedded in me. It's like common sense. I just went out there and if my friend dated a girl or a woman and they broke up, that was his past. That was part of him. So I didn't have it in me to want to message them or go out with them. It just, it's not wired within me. So why would it be wired within anybody? Uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, but to some, hey, hey, we're all adults here. We can do whatever the hell we want. You know, it's, we're adults. And, you know, if we're consenting adults and she wants to talk to me, then what's the problem? The problem is I'm your friend and she meant something to me and we broke up and you're going to date her. I mean, some people are wired in a certain way where they're okay with that. You know, I wish y'all the best, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's not, it's, it's just weird. I could never do that. I couldn't do that. Okay, Javi says, yes, there's no such thing as true friends, especially if you're dating a hot girl. Forget it, man. Uh, they're only getting close to you to get close to her. You see, and this is another guy validating what I'm saying, and it's the truth. So again, there's a lot of shit people out there. Just be careful with who you allow close to your life, man. I'm telling you guys, be careful. And if you have a hot woman, here's a rule more or less. If you match with a woman and she's hot or any woman in general, your first date shouldn't go to meet your buddies or your friends or go to your friend's house to watch the Super Bowl or a UFC fight. No, get to know them first, build that connection and establish something. And then once you're like somewhat exclusive, like, hey, we're talking, you know, I'm not seeing anybody else. She's not seen anybody else either. Then that's the opportunity to like, hey guys, this is uh, Francis or whoever. That's the appropriate time. Before that, the rules are gray and people are gonna do what they can to hook up with her, especially if she's hot. Guys, like I've said many times, I, I'm, I, was, I was a fool for women and beauty. Still am in a sense, but you would be surprised how, how drastic measures go when it comes to guys when they want to get close to your woman. They will smear your name, like my friend, that one friend of mine did. Oh, Rudy's a hookup guy. He doesn't give a shit about you. He will tarnish your brand. He will talk to her behind your back. And he will instigate your breakup. 
come on, man, we're all single. Why the fuck? You really? Instead of going out with us Saturday, you're going to go to her house? Eh, what a, what a, you know, Q-U-S-S-Y, whatever, dude, whatever. And some idiots out there would be like, yeah, you're right. Everyone's having fun and going out. I should be going out with them. And then you break up with your girl. And before you know what, boom, they hook up with her. Well, he didn't want to spend time with you. I, I knew what was in front of him. And I'm not going to let that go. It's like that. You got to be careful with that. You hit it earlier. Social media is so easy for them to contact her. Yep. Honestly, why would your friend send a friend request to her? That's how it all starts. Or they'll be, let me take the photo. Yeah, well, they'll do a selfie. And all right, let me tag everybody. What's your handle? Like, no, you don't need the fucking handle. That's like asking without asking. They're trying to be sly. But yeah. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah. One time I remember if you're at a bar, everybody who's watching and listening, this is a good tip. A good tip. If you want to suspect your friend is trying to do something or instigate anything with your girl. Let's say you're at a bar and sometimes those bars have booths or high chairs where you're sitting next to each other. And sometimes legs get in contact. Let's say we're sitting down and it's me, my buddy's girl and him. I am not going to have my legs contacting her or we're up on each other. I'm going to be like, give us some space. I don't want to touch her. But there's some guys out there that will make sure their legs are touching. You may, you may say, oh, that's just stupid, Rudy. You're being over, overly uh, paranoid and overly cautious. But no, he's, he's seen how much he can get away with. Before you know it, I mean, their legs are touching. She doesn't have a problem with physical contact. I'm going to keep drinking and see where, oh, I'm going to put my hand down on her knee. See if she gets my hand and throws it away. There's people you can't trust. There's people you can't trust. So be careful with that. By the way, cool podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I think it's cool. <laughs> uh, Maya says here on TikTok, my ex-boyfriend, 24 years old, asked me out to lunch and we broke up about a month ago. What do you think? Uh, he wants to hook up. <laughs> Why else would a boyfriend reach out to you? Any ex-boyfriend who, okay, we had this problem earlier on our previous podcast with whatever that girl's name was, Warrior. But ladies, if an ex-boyfriend messages you to want to go out to lunch or do something, he just wants to hook up with you. That's it. That's it. Don't be stupid. I mean, if you want to hook up and do your thing, go ahead. But it's just a toxic cycle. But he just wants to hook up. Do not reach out to your ex. Okay? He just wants to hook up. Okay, she continues here. Uh, Maya says, he told me he wants to be friends, even though he said he lost feelings. Why be friends? Because he wants to fuck. <laughs> God damn it, man. Pardon my French. That's it. He just wants to fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the truth. That's the only reason. Yes, new warrior all over again. Uh, for those who don't know, a couple episodes back, two weeks ago, there was this uh, woman on the, on, the, on, the, on the chat. She says, hey, my ex-boyfriend reached out to me for lunch, but I'm seeing somebody. What should I do? And I said, I told her the same thing. Okay, when's the last time y'all met? Six months ago. And how long have you been dating this guy? It's been a few months. Okay, if you have any respect for the guy you're dating, you would not have acknowledged that text. You would have blocked him, ignored him, not even responded. 
But the fact that you responded shows that you're still interested in him. And that's fucked up and that's disrespectful to that guy. So if you have any, any respect for the guy you're seeing, you shouldn't go out and meet your, meet your ex. But what does he want to talk about? Whatever. I'm like, it's been six months. He's probably been hitting the gym and looks all swollen. He got lost a lot of weight. I'm pretty sure he's going to look good and smell good and have a clean cut when he sees you. He wants to fuck. That's it. She goes, no, I'm not wired that way, but I want to know what he wants to say. I'm like, okay, you obviously don't respect this guy that you're, you're dating. And I'm telling you, don't go see him because he wants to hook up. And that was two weeks ago. And last week's live, she popped up at the end and I, I, <laughs> I was pissed. She goes, hey, guess what? I met up with my ex-boyfriend and we hooked up. It was so good. I'm like, you stupid ass. <laughs> I, was really I was really pissed. I go, why would you come on my live and tell me that you did exactly what I told you you were going to do and what was going to happen? And you were stupid enough to go. And again, you are just creating villains out there. You had a good guy. Your words, not mine. You had a good guy who was treating you nice. And you went and fucked around with your ex who treated you like shit. It's pathetic is what I told her. You're, you're pathetic is what I told her. And I ended the life. It's like, come on, man. Again, guys, there's horrible guys out there. There's horrible women out there who don't know what the hell they want. And they're emotionally damaged. And they're using you to get over your ex. Be smart enough to pr protect this fucking thing here in your chest. All right. Be smart enough to protect that and not do anything stupid and fall in love with somebody you just met because you're not in love. All right. Damn it, man. Pisses me off. No, you shouldn't go. Damn it, Maya. Didn't you just hear what I said? <laughs> yes, it's pathetic. If you're dating somebody specifically to get over somebody, that's pathetic. That's manipulative. I can't stand that shit. I cannot stand that. That's and it's like a toxic thing. I mean, men have bitched about it. Women have bitched about it. Like the dating pool is horrible. It is because it's it's full of damaged fucking people who are just using each other because they're still emotionally tethered to toxica or devil dick because that's all you value is just sex. You don't value anything inside here. Pendejos, man. All of y'all pendejos sometimes. Yes, I'm insulting my audience. <laughs> Y'all got me all pissed off. <laughs> and that's when Rudy was banned. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Creator insults his own audience in live. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. Women will always have one stashed away. So do guys, man. I mean... Yes, I agree with you. There are women out there who have that one stash away that just in case. That's why you have to vent this shit out, man. Like I said, not talking to you, Javier. I'm talking about people like you're, you're dating out there. You got to protect yourself. Be selfish. Look out for your own. You, you don't know anybody in three months, six months. Take a year. And then that's when the real person comes out. You know, this facade. Um that, you know, the, the person you date when you first meet, it's a facade. It's their best version of them, right? So kind of just wean them out. Okay, let's see where this goes. All right, you know, three months later, if they're still the same, then more or less, Masi Menos, then you may, they get, they allow more layers to come down in the walls, you know, in the Iron Man shield right here. But then, you know, don't be totally vulnerable because, you know, they fuck you over. Uh, <laughs> Amen, brother. People are people are quick to fall in in lust. I guess it's an infatuation. Yep, 
Everyone's laughing at me now. Rudy, you're spot on. Thank you. It's because Hispanics only. <laughs> Andy girl, the entire audience was telling her don't go. And she still had feelings and went. Yep. And she may pop up on this live and we get to go. We get to call her out. Anna says, and do not move in with the person you just met. She's yes. Come on. Listen to Anna right there. She's, she's telling the truth. Some of y'all. <laughs> why and again ladies are guilty of this why would you help a guy you just met buy a fucking mustang why pendejas why or why would you move in with somebody you just met and then in six months oh my god believe you broke my heart and i'm like what the fuck did you expect what'd you expect you, you want me to tell you poor baby you're the pendeja i've told female friends that I can't talk to you. I'm like, what's stupid? You would be telling me the same thing. Anyway. Yeah. Seriously, why do so many people think with their crotches? Because it feels good, damn it. <laughs> I was one of them. I mean, maybe that's all they want. But again, you get to wean them out. What do they call like uh, what's instead of F boys now they call the, the new term for that type of guy is a Peter Pan who's a child. And uh, more or less, if you want to wean out the Peter Pans, ladies, just don't give up the cooch. Just don't give it up. Don't give up the cherry pie. Just say, you know what? Let's I'm a, I want to see where this goes and respect yourself. A good man will respect that. Like, oh, OK, she respects herself. I respect that. OK, cool. The other guys are like, no, what do you mean? I'm paying for this fucking dinner and you're not going to give me any? What the hell? Okay, that's a Peter Pan. Just get him the fuck out of here. I called you out, sucker. And guys, I don't think we would have that problem, but to each their own. But I often found that having sex right away kind of ruined the relationship. So whenever I felt like, hey, this might be something special, I kind of pushed back on the sex. Like, let's, let's wait. I want to get to know you more. But if I didn't care and it was just for fun, Let's just have fun. To make it worse, we, we initially met on the hookup app. Maya. Cabrona, knock it off, all right? No, stop. You know what? Do what you want. I don't care. Do what you want. We all know the right thing you should be doing. We all know. You know you're doing wrong. You know you're doing Go, go. I'm done with this shit. Go. And everyone will find their love during tax season. <laughs> oh, my God. It's funny because it's true. All right. It's funny because it's true. My God. Uh, okay, then at what point do you give it up? I mean, it's, it's what you're looking for. If you're looking for true love, then be patient with the, the cooch. If you just want to have fun, then be honest with yourself and go have fun. Drop the mic. I, th I guess I did, man. You once said that white women date much taller guys than average Hispanics. I find out it's, I find out it's true. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I said, um, I, I, I've dated one white girl, but she was very short. But most of the white women that I try to date didn't date me because, again, I was 5'9". And most women, most white women are like 5'8 or, or taller. And I know they want the tall, the, the tall guy. And I get that. That makes sense. Go ahead and do it. And I didn't take it personal. I mean, I can't do anything about my height. But I, every, and Bumble, <laughs> this is just my experience. Bumble was like the white girl app. 
And uh, that toxic friend that I told you got, I told you about earlier, he was always good with white women, but he was like 5'10". But the Bumble app was always a white women app. And I, could, I never got a date or a match on Bumble because of my height. And even when I met some white women, they just didn't look, I didn't exist. It was like a, a Mexican looking at a Guatemalan, same thing. Like, oh, oh, there you are. I didn't take it personal. I mean, that's their preference. So what? But yeah, that's just been my experience. And again, that's mine. That I'm not wrong, but I could be wrong in your world. Who knows? I don't know. Hey, Sharkman or Mr. Oppenheimer, what's up? Women control sex. Men control the relationship. Round and round we go. Well, speak for yourself, pal. <laughs> I am Joe Blow, the lover man. You should be paying me, bitch. <laughs> Some dolomite, by the way. Uh, I'm, yes, I'm 5'9". I'm 5'9", but get this. Just for, um, I was 5'9", and when you get older, you shrink naturally. But what expedited me shrinking was these exercises where you get 245s in your hand, like 145, 145. I think they call them hay barrel walks or something like that. I did it for a year. And of course, the arms got big, but of course, you do laps. But the hay barrel things were like compressing my spine. And I shrank another fucking inch because of those hay barrel things. So guys, FYI. If you're in your 30s or 40s, don't do those hay barrel things. Do something else. But those hay barrel exercises shrank me. It's like, God damn. Oh my, you see, all the, you see, I don't mean to be brutal or rude, but I'm right. You can, it's all evidence in the chat. Everybody who's watching on TikTok and Facebook, you can see the chat there. It's all clear as day, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm five nine. Let's see, did I miss anything else? Uh, let's see. This reminds me of the time I went to Santa Boco and met a grown Carmen. See, guapo. You have a palefra. what does palefra mean? A plethora. Let's see, what else did I miss? Thank you for the roses. Uh, Banika. Very pretty profile. I like the hat. Uh, let's see. But okay, but I gave it up on the first day. What are we talking about there, Andy? I'm trying to catch up here. So is there a Hispanic favorite dating app? Just wondering. Well, it's not racially <laughs> segregated. No, I mean, match was good for me. I was always good on match uh, and also hinge. Hinge is where I met my love witch. You are. All right, let's see here. Sharkman, I keep hearing that a lot of women don't find nice men attractive, which makes it difficult for me to be confident sometimes. Oh, this is a good one. Let's talk about nice guys for a second. Uh, in a sense, it's true. And there's like, what do we have here? There are 72 women in the Facebook, in the TikTok chat. You can see it right there, right? And we got a few people here. They don't like nice guys. Let me be careful how I phrase this, Shark Man 42. They like men. If a woman can put you in her pocket, if she feels like she owns you, uh, then it's over. It's over. Uh, that doesn't mean be a dick. It doesn't mean be an asshole. It just means be 
yourself, be assertive in who you are. If you have an opinion in something, speak to it. Uh, you're not a pushover. You're not a yes, ma'am. You know, you have a mind of your own. You're your own person. You're not totally dependent on her. You know, you have your own life. You're doing your own thing. You have a great job and your life's wonderful. You don't necessarily need her to make you happy, but if she comes into your life and she, she can compliment it, but you don't necessarily need her. You're not desperate. And uh, again, women want to feel safe. So again, that just means they don't want to push over. If they feel like they can put you in their pocket and verbally push you around, then they're, they're, there's like a, a gauge that shows how, how they're horny and how they want you. That gauge goes to zero or E because like, well, if I can push this guy around, he's not standing up for himself. I just insulted him. What's he going to do when, you know, Chad Cockman 5000 shows up? Chad, okay. So just just be yourself. I mean, be confident in who you are. Stand up for yourself. Like I said, uh, does, it doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Just be yourself, but be assertive in who you are. And most ladies will say that oh, I'm, I'm correct. Thank you. Cool podcast, but I got to go. Thank you. Nice guys uh, usually aren't. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you say, well, I'm a nice guy, you're really not. You're an entitled guy with some major problems that you need to get cleared. But yeah, in other words, just be a good person, a person of good character. How about that? Be a person of good character who's not going to let anybody manipulate them, push them over, or verbally abuse them. I mean, you're standing up for yourself. And if they, if they can push you around, then anybody can. Ladies, am I making sense? I mean, look at the chat. Uh, I thought you were talking about BBLs. Yes, you're very late to the party, we, Laura. We said don't get BBLs. They they don't men don't want BBLs. We like naturally curvy women because again the BBLs they look great in, in an outfit, they look great in a dress. But many men have told me that when their wives or girlfriends are naked, it it, it looks like an AI movie. It looks fake. Rudy, my brother in Christ, I put out on my first date with David. Oh, you did well. Good for you. You don't seem the type though, Andy. I thought you would be like, no, you got to watch some Dragon Ball Z shit first with me. I don't know. <laughs> I would never, you, you don't seem to be the type who would need one, Laura. So you have nothing to worry about. Let's see. Uh, but he's still around. Yeah, you, you're engaged to the Mr. David. So yeah, it must've been pretty good. Anna says, that's right. If a person is not totally accessible, they're more attractive. Yeah. And, and, and again, let me give you some more. Uh, what made me, you know, a success in the dating space, Sharkman42. Like I said, I wasn't desperate. Women can smell desperation like you didn't wipe your ass. Like it's, they can smell the stink, right? So the important thing is when you go out to the dating world, what you want to do is you want your life to be great. In other words, you feel good. You look good. You're confident. You love your career. You love what you do. You're the cock of the walk and your life's great. And you don't need a woman to make you happy, right? You're not looking for love. You're like, you know, I'm open to it, but if, when it happens, it happens, you know, but again, I'm not forced to be looking for, I'm just living my life. And, uh, and if you and I work out great, we'll see where this goes, but we'll see. But I'm not looking for it at the moment. You know, just kind of be a little distant. And they love that shit because, oh, what's going on with him? Well, there's a mystery. What's going on? He's not desperate like these other guys. And he's not, he's not like that last date I went out with last week where he's like, I'm dating to marry. 
just, just be yourself, man. Be confident and don't be cocky. Be charming. Be sure if you go on any day with a woman, you make her laugh and you stuff her face with tacos and drinks. And that's all there is. Don't spend a lot of money, but just make them. Women will remember how you make them feel. All right. They will remember how you make them feel. If they feel wonderful and safe and comfortable around you. It's the bee's knees, man. What the fuck does that mean anyway? The bee's knees. It just sounds good. Laura says, I sure don't. Yeah, I've never seen your butt. So I'm just assuming that you don't need it. Most Latinas don't. Hey, love, what's going on? Confidence is attractive, period. You see right there, confidence, self-confidence. Don't be cocky. Don't be like an entitled prick, like those, those uh, white villains in 80s movies. You know, those are entitled pricks. I don't have anything against white people, by the way. But 80s, 80s movies where the white person was always a bad guy, the rich white person who was always trying to steal real estate or whether the bullies or were bullies to the, the Trilams and the Revenge of the Nerds. You know what I'm talking about. Those are the dicks. Just be a, a good person. It'll work. Let's see here. Confidence is very attractive. There you go. Thank you for the follow, user ending in 1609. Uh, Anna says, and women, if a dude is out off by your confidence, he's a meow, walk away. Yeah, I mean, I love confident women. The bee's knees as in business. <laughs> That's exactly what I try to say. <laughs> That's exactly what I try to say, man. That's awesome. Stay away from all Western women. Oh, come on. Shut up. No, that's no, 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 no. That's not what we're doing. We're not. No, there's enough of this Western women shit. All right. So come on. I'm going to show you something real quick. What is the divorce rate per country? Divorce rates by country. Uh, let me share screens here real quick. Hold on. Stand by, everybody. Okay. According to divorce.com, the divorce rate by country. Okay. This is by country. Mr. Western women bullshit. Uh, we have the Maldives. That's a 5.52. Kazakhstan, 4.6. Russia, 4.4. Uh, let's see, uh, other countries, uh, China, Cuba, Finland, uh, Sweden. The U.S. isn't even in the top 10 for divorce, divorce rates. So when you say Western women, what do you mean exactly? Just what you've learned on podcasts because you haven't done your own damn research and it just sounds cool because it's a cool soundbite. And it, like, it makes sense. I've been living in the West and my dating life is shit. I have no success with women. So yeah, they must be right. All women in the West are shit. Well, if you just did a Google search about divorce rates by country, you could see the U.S. is not even in the fucking top 10. Oh, I stand corrected. According to divorcerate.com, the U.S. has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. Okay, we're number six. All right. According to uh, newscision.com, Portugal and Spain have the highest divorce rates in the world at 92 and 
So, I, I mean, I'm not going to shit on Spain or Portugal, but shouldn't you be saying don't be dating Spaniard women or something like that? See, you see what just thinking outside the box will do for you? If you just have an original thought and not be a sheep and just kind of be a leader and say, you know what? I know these hundreds of thousands of people out here are saying Western women ain't shit, but let me, let me do my own research and find out. And as you can see, I mean, it's not, we're sixth in the world. Not number one. So, eh, there you go. Oh, we have an idiot here. So let me block this guy. All right, dumbass, you're blocked. So you're blocked later. So there you go. There we go. So there you go. I hope everyone went to school today and learned something. So again, the U.S. is sixth in the world when it comes to divorce rates. Let's see what else we have. The Maldives, I guess that I don't know what's going on with the Maldives, but there we go. Let's continue to read about this real quick. I guess these are countries with arranged marriages. Maybe that's why they don't work out. I don't know. But yeah, there you go. Booyah. Booyah. All right. That takes me to, do, 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 hold on one second. What are we ranking BBLs? <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's high. I don't know. It's up there, man. But again, don't get BBLs. Ladies, don't get BBLs. Don't get BBLs. Don't do it. Kelly says here, heck yes, Rudy. Even with that, what you read, it's irrelevant as a standalone statistic without context. If women are oppressed, they can't leave. The divorce rate is lower because women can't leave many countries. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be an expert in this. I'm not claiming I am, but we're not the worst country in the world when it comes to divorce rates. We're, we're six, according to Google. And we all know Google's right, right? Dang, what did I miss? You missed a lot, Desi. Where have you been? Love says, oh, okay, let me get to some comments here on TikTok here. Love, she says, or he says, after my divorce of 33 years, I found my love of my life. I never thought. Well, good for you. Awesome. Don't let your husband keep you away from finding the love of your life. I definitely thought I'd be worse than six. Uh, we'd be worse than six. I thought so too, until I Googled it. I, I Googled this like what? couple of... Uh, I Googled this a couple nights ago and I'm like, oh, wow, we're actually not as bad as we thought. Who would have thought? But you see how it is, how just a viral talk, a viral idiot podcast with idiots who've never been married talking about how marriage sucks and women suck, uh, how that can go and kind of spread as a uh, collective truth when it's not. People need to do their own thinking and their own research. I swear to God. Think for themselves. When I'm, my dad was old school. I come from, I'm a Gen Xer, so I'm an old school guy. So an old school rule that all guys used to say, my dad used to tell me, be a leader, not a follower. And I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, you'll know when you get older. And I do know. That means think for yourself. Think for yourself. Women like that. Right, ladies? Kelly says, wow. Hi, Kelly. See, 
Gen X baby. Hell yeah, here we are. I thought David was going to get a BBL. Why would your fiance get a BBL? Why would a dude get a BBL? <laughs> I don't get it. You know, Rudy, one of the many reasons I don't follow Andrew Tate is because of the standards he sets to be Roman. Yeah, he's just... <sighs> There's some good nuggets of uh, wisdom or, like, I guess, advice that he says, but um, for most of the part, I don't agree with the fucking thing. He's just... He's a cartoon character. He stole The Rock's persona. You know, the WWE, The Rock, he stole that persona, and he, that's the character he is when he's live. I'm like, oh, I saw it through. It's a marketing ploy. He knows if he says this outlandish thing, he's going to go viral and people are going to get pissed. And social media is crazy that way. Like people will gravitate to what they hate and share it and react to it and comment. And that just is engagement and that causes numbers. And that, that's the way you go. And he knew that. So from a marketing standpoint, he was kind of smart. But when it comes to advice, he's an idiot. And I'm, I'm, it sucks that so many people couldn't see through that bullshit and saw it through, I guess, truth. You don't need six figures. You don't need to be six foot tall. You don't need a Bugatti. That's nice and all, but none of the material is not going to bring you happiness. It'll bring you more options, yeah, but it won't bring you a woman who loves you for yourself. I mean, he was telling guys to actually get rich and get money and have like a, um, a like a like a flock of women living with him. Like he can sleep with as many women as he wants because he's providing the life for them. I mean, it's idiocy. It's like a eighteen year old kid with a fantasy. I'm like, yeah, on paper that looks great, but there's still so many problems when it comes to that, and it's like not worth it. It's not worth it. It's it's a stupid. It's stupid. He's an idiot. Let's see. Hey, I got a damn. That was a cool animation. Whoever gave me the uh, the eyes, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate all tips. If I can just touch on this real quick, I appreciate all tips. You will never believe I've been going live for like th two three hours a, a week for three years. Guess how much money and tips I've made on TikTok. Take a wild guess. I, I'll get, I bet anybody, chats, TikTok, anybody here, take a wild guess how much money I've made on live tips going live for three years for three hours at a time. Just take a wild guess. A thousand, Chris says. Okay, what else? Eight dollars, Miss Lorenzo. Who else? 50. Give me one more guess. Give me one more guess. 20 bucks. I've made $10 in three years, $10. And that $10, round up to 11, $10 was a tip somebody gave me for my birthday in 2022. That's one show. I've made less than a dollar in the three years that I've been doing live on TikTok. Because those and the, the little hearts, they're like a penny or they're half a penny. So there's no money here on TikTok. And I remember getting really upset about that. I mean, not that I'm, it's not the money, but the money's great because again, hey, they're showing appreciation and they're giving you tips and all that. So, hey, that's cool. Thank you. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not asking for it. If you want to, that's great. But yeah, that's like collectively three hours uh, once a week. That's to say over a hundred hours, less than a dollar. And I'm like, man, maybe I should take off my shirt. <laughs> I was telling Andy this. <laughs> I was telling Andy this, like, maybe I should just take off my shirt. Or uh, I don't know, show some cleavage. Maybe that'll get more money. I don't know. I don't know, but there you go. So there's, there's no money here, unless you're a beautiful woman. 
I'm not going to dance. You want me to dance. What about the creator fund? Um, on average, I make about 200 a month. And that's with videos, maybe 500,000 views or less. Uh, but the real money in the creator fund is if you have like millions of views consistently, that's where the, you make five grand and that's where you make 10 grand. Um, there's, there's not a lot of money. And like I said, I, it's, I know the formula to go viral. I've done it a couple of times, but I feel so cheap that I have to wash the filth off my body after I do it. But I was like, no, I don't want to do that. That's not me. The truth is, uh, when it comes to social media, people like to get pissed off and they like the hot takes. They like beautiful women. They like booties. And that's why some women who are gorgeous, they figured that out and they're making great money off the looks. And they, hey, I'm not hating. If I was a beautiful woman with a nice rack. I probably would be doing the same thing. But there's no money when it comes to social media if you're not in the extreme viral side or giving good advice. It's the truth. It's not, yeah, I should open up with OnlyFans, right, Javier? <laughs> I wonder how that would do if a guy, I opened up with OnlyFans. I should do it as an experiment, right? Like $20 a month and you get to see me cut the grass without a t-shirt or something. <laughs> but oh my God, if you're a beautiful woman, I mean, you can make bank. I mean, Andy, if you don't mind me calling you out, Andy, my friend here, who's a moderator, she's pretty, she's gorgeous. She went live for the first time, I think a week ago. And she was just at work and she said, Hey, I made $10. I'm like, fuck, I'm hating now. What did you do? She was like, oh, I just talked like, do you make 10 bucks your first time in less than 20 minutes? I was hating bad. <laughs> uh, no, just do chores around the house. Here you go. I'll do chores around the house without my shirts. There you go. Hell, if it's 20 bucks a month, I'll do it, man. Why not? I had one of my old uh, friends. No, one of my old exes. She had a, f a friend and this woman wasn't, I wouldn't say attractive, but she wasn't attractive. Okay. <laughs> uh, she would, for how much a month? $1,000 a month. I don't know how this came about or how she ended up on this website, but she was, it's a feet only website. She was a, a large woman, a chunky woman. So she had cankles and her feet apparently were a fetish to men. So all she would do is show her feet on video. That's it with the fucking LEDs in the background. And she made a thousand a month and she made more money. So some guys wanted to, what's that? I don't know what it's called, but it's like a, a rock that women use to kind of rub the, their heel to get the callus off. There were guys who were paying $200 a bag. If she just, took the callus off her heel and put it in a Ziploc bag and sent it to them. <laughs> a pumice stone. What they did with it, I don't know. Maybe they put it on their, their, their spaghetti. I don't know, but... Yeah, it is gross. I'm just saying, if I was a woman, I'd be a millionaire by now. Ladies, there's money out there. Just go... Go on video and show your feet. I'm not a feet guy, but there's a lot of guys out there who are. I know. Anyway, how do we get on feet? I don't know. I am not going to dance. No, I got kids. I don't want my 19-year-old daughter, my son who's a senior in high school, like, 
getting texts. Hey, is this your dad dancing with those penguins? <laughs> hey, Desi, what's up? Desi Angel Love, is that your real name? Desi Angel Love. You see, you say it now, you can't forget it. Desi Angel Love. Hey, I'm not judging. Okay, don't get me wrong. I'm not judging or hating on any of these things. I'm just saying that if you're a woman, reasonably pretty, you're you have a fortune just waiting there in front of you. If you have nice feet with cankles, there's <laughs> there's a market for that. To each their own, man. To each their own. Aha, thanks. No, it's part of my first and middle added love. Oh, okay. Desi Angel Arnez. It sounds cool. Anyway, less than a dollar live for three years. But anyway, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I eventually, I was talking to my love witch and I'm expanding. I'm considering doing a website and doing coaching again to help, you know, guys out there post divorce. There's some women who wanted coaching for me. I don't know what I can advise a woman. Truthfully, I don't know what, but a lot of you want that coaching. Let me consider that. I am working on my book, finally. And uh, we'll see where this goes. Hopefully, I could, this could be a full-time thing in the next few years. I know some of my other fellow creators have turned this into a full-time thing. And um, that's the ultimate goal, like doing what you love, right? That's the ultimate goal. Okay, where are we at now? Okay, let's talk about cheating. <laughs> Let's talk about cheating, okay? So we're going to take the, I guess, the tone here and just kind of like uh, get a little um, serious here. But I saw this video here. Hold on. Why would a man fit? What? Why would a man fetish, particularly feet? X had one. I don't know. Hey, guys. I mean, anybody, uh, any of the guys in the chat, fans of feats, if you don't mind answering this question for wolf wolverines. I don't know. I don't see it. Okay, hold on. Uh, Jose Estrada says, I've been gone for four months now. I was a husband who did everything, made her life easy, really easy. I would take the kids to school, cook clean, and she didn't appreciate it. I wasn't the best husband. My attitude wasn't the best. I moved in with my mom and moving in to my new place February the 7th, I'm still having trouble moving on mentally. I went no contact this whole time, but shit, I'm still hurting. We only speak regarding the kids. Oh man, I'm sorry you went through that. That's, I guess that's, that's a good segue to what I was going to talk about is about marriages ending and why you shouldn't get married in your early 20s. So I'm going to play uh, the first video here. Again, you may not hear it on TikTok. Am I Cuban? No. Anyway, I'm going to play the first video here. TikTok, you're not going to be able to hear it. So I'm sorry, but um, this video is a, more or less a call-in show. And this guy's going to, he's talking about how, why he cheated on his wife. So again, let me play this video for everybody. Again, you're not going to hear it. I'm sorry. My bad. But uh, let me go ahead and play this for everybody. Um, you start having kids, right? That okay. led up to kind of the wedding. Let me start this over. For almost 14 years, got married kind of young at 22 is just kind of the culture of where we grew up and religion and the expectation is you get married young you start having kids right that led up to kind of the wedding day i've always been attracted 
to other women more than her. I, I feel like this kind of led to a recent affair that I had. Tell me about this affair. Where'd you meet this person? Work. Yeah. And how was it? Exciting. Yeah. Honestly. What was it? It was exciting and. And it fulfilled desires that I've had for a long time. Okay. About being with somebody that I was more attracted to. Have you given up on your marriage? And that's a, that's a question you've got to answer honestly. Because if, if you're out of your marriage, dude, have the courage to stop dragging your wife behind a moving car. It's cruel, man. It's a real, real simple argument. It is, there's not conflicting back and forth. I am going to never call that woman again. Yes, she's sexy. Yes, she's beautiful. Yes, we had a wild, fun time, and I felt alive. But it was cancer. I am yeah. going to never call her again. When, she, when pictures of her naked body pop in my mind or things we were doing together, when that pops in my mind, I'm going to intentionally choose to not think about it. I'm going to have another thought ready to go. Sure. And I will double down every inch of my, I, every second of my life will be committed to my wife moving forward. We're going to make this thing work. It's yeah. that or it's I'm out. And both of them yeah. take bravery and you haven't displayed that yet. So I just played the video, and again, just, this guy married 14 years. He met somebody else. He was really attracted to this person. He's always been attracted to beautiful women. He had the affair, and the host is asking him, what are you going to do? Are you going to double down and just totally forget about this person you had an affair with because uh, your wife doesn't deserve it? Or are you going to leave? Either choice takes bravery. What are you going to do? And again, they got married very young, early 20s. They've been married 14 years. So he's more or less in his mid-30s when this happened, okay? Here's the other video I'm going to play that's tied to this topic. Again, you're not going to hear it on TikTok unless you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. I'm going to play it right now, and I'll narrate. It honestly broke my heart. Um, I came across a piece of paper that my ex-wife wrote down, a long list of tips or her strategy on how to win back a guy that is no longer interested in her. And it honestly broke my heart. Um, so backstory is that I... Was married for 16 years, had three kids. Wasn't the best marriage, but I was committed. Um, tried to make it work, stuck around for, for way too long. In February 2022, uh, she said that she was going out with some friends and I said, okay. The next day I come home from the gym and I hear her on the phone and it's obvious that she's in a relationship with someone and, and going to meet them the next on Valentine's Day. And I called her out on it and she admitted that she was having an affair and I asked her if she was going to stop and she said no. I said, okay, well then, you know, we're over then. And she said, that's fine. So she basically chose him over me. I'm going to pause it right there, everybody on YouTube and on Facebook. Okay. So everybody on TikTok, this guy found out that his wife was cheating on another man after 16 years of marriage. And it was around Valentine's day where he said they found out that she was going to go out with him. And he asked her, well, I love you. You need to make a choice. And she chose the other guy again, 16 years, three kids, the woman cheated on him again. He's in his thirties. So again, they got married early twenties. So I'm going to continue with the video. Me. And it was one of the hardest things. Like the first time she cheated on me, it was hard, but this time was really hard for some reason. Just watching your wife get dressed on Valentine's Day, looking amazing to go out with someone else. It hurt, it really hurt. 
Anyways, we went through the divorce and we decided that I didn't want her, the kids to be living with her and this guy half the time. So we decided that our house, we're going to keep it as like the kids home base. The kids can stay there. Mom and dad will cycle in and out. So she's there half the time when she's not there. She's with her boyfriend. And then I'm there the other half of the time. And then when I'm not there, I'm basically just like homeless. I'm paying three grand a month for this place. I'm paying her two grand a month in alimony and I could afford renting another place. I'm pausing it right there so I can give everybody on uh, TikTok what's going on. Okay. So they decided to get divorced and they decided to keep the house. And what they're doing is they're kind of switching every couple of weeks. They live in this one, they live in the home and then they move out. So the kids have a base, which that's, I, there's a term for that. I forgot what that is, but he says he's paying $3,000 a month on the home. He's paying her $2,000 in alimony. That sucks, man. And he can't afford to go anywhere. So he's, in, he's stuck in this situation where his wife left him for another man after 16 years of marriage. But the kids would feel it. It would eat into like the things that they like to do. They like to snowboard. They like to ride dirt bikes. There wouldn't be very much money left over for them. So on the days that I'm not with them, I just make do couch surfing, sleeping in the truck, whatever, it's fine. Did that for a year. Six months ago, she comes to me and she says she doesn't have anywhere else to live. I'm like, fine, I let her live pretty much full time in the house with the kids. I get an RV, um, it's a piece of crap, it's 40 years old, it's not really roadworthy, but it's fine. I can live in it, it's warm, cozy, I can be productive, get my work done. And then I still go see the kids once a day or take them to the gym or, or do whatever. Um, it's fine. This weekend, she says that she's got plans and wants to know if I can come stay with the kids over the weekend. I say, that's fine. I'm there last night putting things away. And then I noticed that she has this uh, like notebook piece of paper where she wrote down, a long list, uh, like, like she's like taking a chemistry course or something. And I'm like, what is this? So I look at it and it's obvious that it's, it's notes on what to do to how to, how to win a guy back. And I'm assuming she was reading a book or listening to a podcast and trying, you know, obsessing about trying to win someone back. And at first I was like, no way, this is me. She's not interested in me. I'm reading it and, you know, pretty soon it's obvious. It says like, uh, don't pay for dates. I'm like, okay, well, that's obviously not me because I pay for everything. So obviously she is obsessed. She is obsessed with trying to figure out a way um, to get him back. And honestly, it, it broke my heart and it just twisted the knife even more because I'm the one who has always been here, been there for her. She had bad relationships before me. I was always there, supportive, worked multiple jobs so that she could be a stay-at-home mom, supported her. She had chronic back pain. Every night after I work, I'd come home and rub her for an hour for years. And that's the guy, this guy that took her away from her family, used her for a year, and then when he decided he was done with her, kicked her out and dumped her, and she's obsessed with him. And, she and again, I just want to narrate what's going on here. So they broke up, they're divorced. They were together a year, her, the, the wife and this other guy. And according to the husband here, he says he, he dumped her after a year. She was obsessed with him. She was trying to win him back. 
And he found a letter of like her taking notes on how to win a, a guy back. And he goes, why does she want this guy? He treats her like shit. He goes, I was a good husband. It wasn't perfect. I was, she has chronic back pain. I was rubbing her back every night. And uh, this is a guy she picks instead of me. Fuck. She wants that guy back. She wants that guy back. <sighs> it's like, it's sad because I, I wasted 16 years. I felt lonely pretty much my whole marriage. So it's like, okay, now I'm single. I could finally have the opportunity to not feel lonely, to find someone that you're committed to, that is there for you, that's like your ride or die. But as a guy, you're risking so much getting into a relationship. Like, do you really want to risk all that just so that when like a better guy comes along, they move on for the next greatest thing? Or and he's saying, you know, I'm single, I'm looking for the, my ride or die, but is it worth it? Because if she's not interested or chooses to leave, you lose everything like he did here after 16 years of marriage. And that's all, that's all I'm going to play because he goes on. It's, it, it's just a sad situation. I, I really feel for the guy. But again, here's why, again, I've said this many times over and over again. Do not get married in your 20s. Don't get married because you see the common denominator a man cheated in the other video, a woman cheated. They both got young. They both were married very young. And after the 15-year mark, 16-year mark, somebody chooses to do something because there's a midlife crisis piece. The reason you shouldn't get married in your early 20s, and I've said this many, 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 many fucking times, is you don't know who the hell you are. You're doing things that you think are right when it really may not be right for you. Okay, because everybody around you is getting married. You've seen the, the fairy tales on movies and all that other bullshit. And you think, okay, after college, I'm supposed to find a man and then get married and have kids and have all this other bullshit. No. That is why marriages are failing, in my opinion. People are getting married so fucking young and, make, and committing to each other with vows and not understanding how long life is and how much is in front of them and how they're going to grow into different people. You're going to become a different person by the time you're 20 and ask anybody in the chat here, anybody in the chat here who's over 30 would tell you the person you are at 20 is a memory by the time you're 30 or mid 30s because you've changed. You finally became the adult you're supposed to be and act and look and feel like, you, you know, your space, you know who you are, you have your thoughts and your opinions, and that's who you are. And if you get married in your early fucking 20s, you're going to grow apart and you're going to have situations like this. Because here's what happens. You're happy. You're, and again, I'm speaking for myself and again, many others because I got married at 21. Because you know why? I did it and the ex-wife and I did it because we thought we were doing what was right. Culturally, everybody got married young. I remember my mom was saying, when are you going to make me a grandmother at 20? Who the fuck would tell their son, when are you going to make me a, a, a grandmother at 20? You don't do that shit to your kids. And again, they're a different generation with the life expectancy was 45 or whatever the hell it was. But again, culturally... Here in South Texas, that was the norm. So we got married at 21. But again, we loved each other. Yeah, we were high school sweethearts. But were we ready for marriage? No. We were just doing what we thought what was right. And we did it. And it lasted 16 years. Yeah, but again, I noticed around that 30-year mark, you start settling into who you are as a person. And unfortunately, we grew apart. And that's what happened with these people as well. They, were, they thought they got married because they thought that's what they wanted. And guess what? It's not what you want. And you realize that six, seven years in. Get married in your early 20s, things start getting rocky in your 30s. And that's when things start getting bad. And that's when you start growing apart. And that's when you consider the idea of cheating. Like that guy, 
He said, I wasn't attracted to my wife. I wanted to sleep with an attractive woman. He wasn't attracted to her. So would you stay with some, would you be married to somebody if you weren't attracted to them? He shouldn't have gotten married. Because again, if you want to look at it from a black and white paper, no, he committed to her. He stuck with her. He can never sleep with another woman again. That's who he is. They're married till death. But again, they got married young and he wasn't attracted to her. Ladies, could you sleep with a man you weren't attracted to? Seriously, seriously, could you? Could you sleep with a man you weren't attracted to and you didn't respect? Could you? If you could, great. If not, guess what? You're stuck with that person. You're, married. you're supposed to be married for life because you made a vow when you were 20 fucking years old and you didn't know any better. Okay? Look at this woman. She had a wonderful guy. This guy was committed. And no matter how good he was to her, yes, the marriage wasn't perfect. No matter how good he was to her, she wanted something else. And is that wrong? Is that wrong to want something else? When you're, in your, when you're 35 and you got married at 21, 22, it's been over 15 years, 16 years, and you're like attracted to other things, is that wrong? Or is that natural human states and attraction? If you ask me, it's natural. It's natural. I, I, I think it's barbaric, and I think it's wrong to commit to one person your entire life at 20. You, you don't know any better. You don't know what your tastes are. And a lot of you are lying to yourselves. I'll make it work. He's a, he's a, he's an okay guy, but I'll make it work. You know, you're not thinking for yourselves and you're not being honest with yourselves. Hey, some people are built that way. Hey, you can have one partner the, your entire life. I'm not, I thought I was at 20, but I wasn't when I became, when I was 31, 32, I realized what marriage meant. I, I realized what till death to us part meant. And I'm like, if I had known the actual reality of marriage, I would have never gotten married. But is it wrong? I mean, you get married so young and now you find yourself, I'm not attracted to them anymore for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be weight, but you're just not attracted to them anymore. Maybe he became a angry person. Maybe he's all political and he's just always just bitching about the world and he's just an angry person. You don't want to be around. That's the person he became. I mean, what are you going to do about that? Change him? No, that's him. No, you're stuck with them until death of your part. Or you married a woman who was who wanted to get married. She was the one who told you, "I want to get married. If you don't, if you don't uh, propose to me, then I'm moving on." Well, I don't want to lose her. I love her, so I'm going to propose to her. She gave you an ultimatum, and you got married. And guess what? She was she was only doing it because her girlfriends are getting married, and she was getting pressure from her mom. It wasn't really what she wanted, but you did it because you loved her, and now she's leaving you. Sixteen years later, and sleeping and fucking another guy. Because it's not what she really wanted. People need to stop. I think weddings should be outlaws, in my opinion, from the year 20 to at least 28, 30. When you're 30, you know who you are. You've had fun. You've explored your sexuality. You've done your thing. You, you sold your oats. And you, you know, you've, you've done your thing and you want to settle down now. It's not, it's, that thing was no longer a thought or an idea. You've already done that. You've dated a beautiful woman. You've dated a baddie. Or you dated a toxica or toxic dude. You know, you did all that. You got it out of your system and now you're looking to settle. That doesn't mean you're used up. That means you, you lived. Everybody is allowed to go explore what they like, in my opinion. Everybody's allowed that before they go get married. And if you don't, you're robbing yourself of 
living and finding out who you are, and it will end badly. You will be living a fucking lie the rest of your life. And it'll end, just like these two marriages did. It's the truth. Don't get married in your early 20s. You don't know any better. You're in love, I get it. We've all been in love, but wait. Because they will all end this way. And how many times have we heard these stories? It's the hell with the white dress, dude. You're not a virgin either. So what? That's, that's an archaic idea that you're going to get a pristine person who's never been touched. Come on. Be realistic. You really want a woman who doesn't know what she's doing in bed? You want boring sex? Come on. Everybody. I mean, look at the chat right here. I haven't even left. I wish I would have waited longer to be married. You know how many emails I get monthly from people who are in the, I mean, this is just two, two cases that are on video. I get this shit all the time. And it's, and it's, it's becoming the, to a point where it's cliche. It like, it like I'm reading a letter from somebody and I can already call out what's going to happen. Oh, he cheated on, he cheated on me with my best friend that I've known since high school. I thought we were sisters or I cheated on, I found out she cheated on me with my best friend. I was a good husband. It wasn't perfect, but look, I'm not what she wants. She's not what she wants because you're all she's ever known. And she wants to see what else is out there. Any man in here who says he can have one woman for the, his entire life is full of shit and is lying. You need, you need to go explore who you are and find out what you like. Because you may think you know, but you don't. Go out and live. And that doesn't mean rack bodies. That doesn't mean sleep with every person that walks next to you. No, just go and explore who you are. Maybe you're bisexual and you don't even know it. I don't know. Just go do you. But if you don't, if you, uh, I promise you, anybody who's listening to me, if you don't listen to me and you get married in your early 20s because you think that's what you want, it'll end bad. It'll end when you're 35, 36, and you will be like these people here because you will grow apart. There's a slight statistical chance that you'll be married, sure, and you will, you will live happily ever after. If you have a partner that evolves with you, grows with you, yeah, you, it'll happen. You, you'll happen. But again, most of the time people grow apart because you're too damn young and naive and you don't know any better. It's the truth. And again, why do men, like, I think more or less the guy, he said attraction. Attraction is important in a marriage. If you're married to somebody, you can't let yourself go. You have to stay sexy for each other. Whatever that is, you have to stay sexy for each other because ladies, men are, are visual it's a sad truth. It's not even sad. No, it's a God honest truth. Stay sexy for each other. Ladies cheat because he wasn't attentive to her needs. Stay attentive to her needs. It all comes down to needs. All right. If we, if we fulfill our partner's needs and meet them or talk to them, no one's going to cheat or divorce. If everybody was brave enough to have open conversations like, Hey, I'm not attracted to you no more, babe. Uh, I want to be honest, you've gained some weight or whatever the case is. In this case, he says he says he wasn't attracted to her. I don't know why or what the reason is. Maybe she was mean and horrible. I don't know, but I'm just going to go with the cliche thing with weight. You know, I'm attracted to you, but I love you, but I want, but can you lose weight? How many, how, 
what that conversation land to the listener. Fuck you. Hate, fuck you, whatever, fuck you. Or are you going to listen to him and talk it out and say, you know what I have, uh, I can use some help. Maybe we can get a gym membership together, et cetera, work together as a team to make it happen. Why not? Why not? But again, I don't think anybody's brave enough to have that conversation to tell their wife, I'm not attracted to you because you've gained weight. Just like the women who tell me like he can't get hard no more. He's gained some weight and he can't keep an erection. I have a high sex drive. How do I tell him? Guys, how would you feel it if your life, if your wife said, you know what, honey, I love you, but you're just not hard anymore. We need to get you to a doctor. Maybe you have high cholesterol. Maybe you gain, you gain some weight. Your blood pressure is high, but we need to get this solved. Would you be defensive? Would you be angry? Or would you say, you know what? You're right. I got to fix this. If not, it's going to end bad. So again, people, a marriage will work if you will fight for each other and have brutally honest conversations that you're terrified to have, but you need to have them, especially when it comes to attraction. Ladies, would you want to know if your man was not attracted to you or live a lie? Guys, would you want to know if your wife wasn't attracted to you? I would want to know. Because if you told, if you told a guy, most of us would like, okay, well, what do you want, babe? I'll go to the gym. I'll hit the gym. We'll, we're visual. We get it. But I think everybody's entitled to know that. Yeah, everyone's saying, I want to know. We're getting, uh, tell them. Of course, guys are probably going to ver- verbalize it in a horrible way. But I don't think a lot of people are brave enough to have that, that conversation. Because it'll hurt her. It'll break her hearts or break his hearts. Anyway, don't get married in your early 20s. It'll end bad. Wait. You just left your mom's house. (laughs) You just left your mom's house. You don't know who the hell you are or what you want. Why don't you go get your own apartment? And I was talking to a friend of mine this past weekend. We're having, he's a bouncer. We're having drinks. And he goes, young men need to start racking up some L's and figure out what they're made out of. And I'm like, I've been singing the same goddamn thing on every podcast. Go out and fail. Go get rejected by women. Find out what you need to do to improve upon it. Don't let rejection and failure destroy you. That's, that's what makes you, that's what carves out your character, man. I mean, rack up those L's. Learn from them. Don't be living in fear, avoiding relationships, or living in fear like, oh, this one woman's interested in me. I got to... I got to put a ring on it. You're doing it out of fear, man. Out of convenience. And chances are it's going to end bad. Because at the time it made sense. Let me get you some comments real quick. Oh, let's see here. Almost lost my voice there. Oh, my God. Uh, do you guys, okay. I'll get to the body count later, Desi. That's, that's off topic real quick. Uh, Maria depends on why guys got divorced in the first place. Maria, you're engaged to him now. And we're, okay. I don't know what that means. Hold up. You should just be honest, but being honest is not easy. Being honest takes balls. Like I just had a Dr. Uh, Kathy Nickerson. Uh, she's a uh, relationship recovery specialist who helps couples 
kind of get their marriage back together after they found out one of them had an affair. And she said, there's a point after the discovery of the affair where you have to have a conversation where let's say the guy cheated on his wife. The wife will ask, why did you cheat on her? He needs to be honest with her. Then that could be, I wasn't attracted to you. Sex was boring. She's beautiful. It was exciting. All those things I wanted you to do and I asked you to do and never wanted to do, she did it the first time. You know, it could be that. Would you want to hear that? Probably not, but you need to be honest with each other. In other words, I'm just giving that as an example, but having brutally honest conversations, I think a lot of people are incapable of having. <clears throat> uh, that's Lisa says, that's my issue. Somebody says the real T. So Rudy, what about narc traits who consistently cheat mask a lot? tell you one thing, then do the opposite. Well, if you're with a person who's consistently cheating, dump their ass. They're, they, they don't respect you and they, they're not marriage material. So if they're doing it all the time, then leave. Um, I'm in the minority, but I like what you're, uh, but I like hearing your perspective. Well, I wouldn't think you're in the minority. I mean, <laughs> at 72,000 people on Facebook and 300,000 on, on TikTok, who seem to like my opinion. Uh, correct. No matter how long the time I'm giving out marriage. Another time. Yikes. He cheated once. I don't know. The biggest trust issue. I, I don't know what that, the origin of, of that conversation is, but she also said with my interview with Dr. Kathy is that 70% of marriages stay, they stay together after they find out that or discover um, somebody cheated. They stay together 70% of the time. And she says, you're not trying to save the marriage you have. You're trying to save a marriage that's now, like saving the new marriage in front of you because the old marriage, you're never going to get back to normal. What, was, what you had before is dead. So you're working to create a new one. <clears throat> BB says, nice name. Uh, do you think five years is too long to not talk about moving in or getting married? Why haven't you talked about it? I mean, it seems like a five years, you've been together a while. I mean, that seems like a reasonable conversation to have, not to shock anybody. Why, why haven't you talked about it? I mean, minority in the sense I've been married for 24 years, 31 years together. Well, I mean, congratulations, as long as you're happy. But like I said, I don't know anything about your situation. I'm not speaking directly to you, but length of time in marriage doesn't mean you're happy or it's a, or it's a success. Um, it doesn't mean success. I mean, if you're together and truthfully happy, then that's great. I mean, you have, you should, you, couples like you should write books on why it worked out. Why you like one out of one out of 50 people, why does it work out for you? What did you do? Cheating kills trust. It can't be with somebody I don't trust. Uh, you know, what's funny about cheating since, you know, since the whole thing I did it and then that's all I talk about. And that's all people ask me about because they want to know. And when you give them an answer, they get, they get upset. <laughs> uh, the honest truth is, I mean, if your partner cheated, wouldn't you want to know why? Or you don't give a shit, you know, fuck them or her or done. I don't care. You're done. But most people want to know why. 
And even if you got an answer and you kind of understood it, would that even make anything better? Because if you have a deep conversation about why somebody did something, there's a reason to it. It doesn't mean they don't love you. It just, there's a reason that it happened. If you take off the layers like an onion and look at the actual cause and the effect, because it's all cause and effect. To simplify it in a black and white, non-human format, it's, it's just cause and effect. An emotional need or a need wasn't met, period. Whether that's physical or emotional, a need was not met. If it was met, cheating wouldn't happen. There's the equation. Why wasn't it met? Solve for X. Uh, Big Messy says, you're not going to get an honest answer anyway. Well, that's my point. You need to be. I mean, if you got, I mean, here's my advice to anybody who's cheating, coming from somebody who did a long time ago. Okay? If you're dumb enough to cheat, I get why you're doing it. You're a fucking mess. And you're lost. And nothing's making sense and you're making all the wrong decisions. You're not in the right state of mind. Uh, but I, I've been there and I understand why you're doing it. But if you get busted, man or woman, if any of you get busted for cheating, you owe your partner the respect and not making them feel crazy, like making the whole, you're just full of shit. I don't know what you're thinking. Own up to it. Own up, be a man, be a woman and say, yeah, I have. And if you want to talk about it, I'm willing to tell you anything you want to know. Own up to it. Be a man. Show some character. I'm not saying it's going to save your marriage, but just own up to it. Don't beat around the bush. You get busted, own up to it. Pretty Jim says, I'd want to know why. Cynthia says, you don't give up. That's what keeps most relationships going. True, but people give up. Again, a need wasn't met. I don't know why. And I, I did know why. And we had to have that hard conversation whether hurt would be involved. Okay. David says, I would want to know why so I don't make the same mistake of being with the wrong person. That's a good point. Yeah. Why, honey, why did you cheat on me? Well, you weren't attentive to my needs. Or what if she says, you weren't good in bed, honey? I'm like, oh, okay, well, what could I have done? Why didn't you tell me this years ago? I would have done anything you wanted. It could have been anything. We were way too young, Rudy. I agree with Rudy, way too young. There you go. See, listen to us old folks, man. We know what we're talking about. We're not trying to make you feel stupid. And I know with that young mindset, oh, just because you fucked up doesn't mean we are. We're different. Millions of people have said the same thing. I think we all are whether and your relationships are going back to our marriage. Okay. The strongest relationships stick it out. They do, and they forgive each other. The, the healing takes time, but again, the genesis of all this, everybody, is don't get married young because you don't know what you want. You think you know, but you really don't. Wait until you're at least late 20s or 30s when you've lived a little bit on your own. Your goal, once you leave your mom's house, shouldn't be to get married or find the love of your life. Your goal should be, you know what? I want to start that rock band that I've always wanted to do. I want to start that business and sell Christmas ornaments on SD and do my thing. I want to open up that restaurant. I want to go volunteer and help the homeless. I want to go join the army. You should be doing something for yourself. And if, you know, 
relationships happen, that's great, but you, that shouldn't be all that you're looking for. Go and be selfish and look for yourself. And I promise you that that high school sweetheart that you love and just can't get enough of, you'll forget about her after a few years once you've lived and traveled and done other things. You need experience, uh, hold on. You need life experience in your 20s, not a commitment you don't understand. There you go. Listen to us. This is solid gold truth here, man. If not, you're going to be like those two people in the video. I say a good age to marry is 30. I agree too. And to be honest, I'm engaged again with my fiance, my love witch, right? My love witch. The maturity, patience, and emotional intelligence, whatever you want to call it, to be married, I didn't have until 46. Because I had an L. I racked up an L, right, with the divorce. I learned, I thought I was ready. I thought I knew what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing and I failed, but I learned from it. And I carried that mistake over to everything I've ever done. Neither it be networking, whether it be friendships, relationships, or with my engagement. Now at 46, I know what it takes to be married. And that's why we're doing so damn great. And that's why I'm willing to do it. Cause I understand, I understand the sacrifice. It is. I agree. Live your life. Then you'll be ready to settle down. Yep. I agree. Be careful with who will be the father of your children and then mother. You don't want that cycle pendeja you got to deal with for the rest of your life, guys. Or pendejo. Hey, Shaylee. Big Messy says, uh, wish I would have spent my mid-20s to early 30s traveling instead of getting married. Yeah. Because look, as expensive as things are, okay, we're at 1130. I'm going to wrap up the live in a little bit. As, as expensive as things are right now, why would you want to start paying bills and buying pampers and working a job you probably hate at 25, 26, 27? Why? Because if you get married, more than likely you can have a kid. And guess what? Now, whatever job you have, you're going to have to give up that rock band or that business that's going to be if you have time but now you got to get your ass to work and pay bills and feed that baby and there goes your dreams and there goes everything else don't make it hard for yourself be selfish i guess that's a, that's the main the main theme be selfish for yourself and that's not a bad thing to say figure out who you are don't get married so damn young don't end up like these people don't Let's see. Instead, I played Captain Save a Ho and married the wrong person. I can change her. We were all, trust me, dude, we've all been stupid and thought, if I love her hard enough, she'll see what a good man I am. And that'll change her. <laughs> oh, God. That's for me. Okay. Lying bitch. So, yep. Yeah, don't be a pendejo. Stop. Yeah, stop watching the Disney Channel. <laughs> it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It speaks the bullshit. That's from um, 
what we do in the shadows. One of my favorite shows. Uh, let's see a few more minutes and I'll wrap up the live here again. Thanks for all the, the chats, super chats. I don't know if I got any, but thanks for all the tips. If anybody sent it to me and all the, the animation tips here on TikTok, I appreciate it. Oh, I'll go to Pampers. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm guilty of doing that. And I'm a woman. What are you guilty of? Guilty of Jane? What are you, what are you guilty of? Thoughts on how to approach ED? I mean, guys, don't, I mean, just be honest and say, hey, I think there's something wrong. You know, I, it's, it's not the way it used to be. And if he gave a shit, he'd go and lose weight or work on his blood pressure or work out and figure it out. It's fixable. It's nothing permanent. It's fixable. He just, he, he just needs to understand that and own up to it. I don't know how to phrase it. I'm not going to tell you what to say verbatim, but if, if every guy knows that he's not what he used to be. And then, you know, he may get defensive. If you say, Hey, you're not hard anymore, babe. He may say, well, I'm not attracted to you. He may say something defensively to hurt you. Don't get upset about that. That's just probably a reactionary dumbass, just shit coming out of their mouth, but it's a problem and it needs to be fixed. And if it's not fixed, then what are we going to do? Do you expect me, honey? I mean, Hey, I got needs, right? We got to meet each other halfway. Uh, Jane says she's guilty of doing that and she's a woman. And then she says, thinking if I love a man enough, I'll change him. Yeah. That was my last toxic relationship. People just like drama sometimes and people like shit because that's all they've known their entire life was drama and bullshit. And that's what they like. And when good people come around in their lives, it's like, it's shock to their system. I'm not used to peaks for a good man. Well, bye. And yeah, guys know if they have ED. That's why they're probably like, oh, I'm tired. I'm stressed. I'm like, okay, well, what do we need to do to fix this? You want me to wear something for you? I can wear that. You want me to put on a movie? What do we need? Figure it out. All right. On that note, everybody, I'm going to end the live. You know, this was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, show me some love. And I'm not even talking tips right now. Just show me some love by following, subscribing, uh, sharing the video, sharing the live, leaving some comments in the, in the videos or in any platform you're watching, leave a comment. I would appreciate it. That shows me appreciation and love. It's not all about the tips. And uh, again, I had a good time doing this. If you want to hear this in its audio format, you can go to any listening platform on uh, Spotify or Apple iTunes. Rude Device Podcast is going viral on Spotify. I'm really proud of that. Or you can go to YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and you can watch the video here and all the videos I was sharing that you weren't able to hear on TikTok. But on that note, everybody, I want to wish everybody a good night. Wish y'all the best. And again, be a little selfish for yourselves and look out for yourselves, right? Take care. Bye.